0: What up, guys? Welcome back for another week of Artist to Artist presented by Artist Public. This week, we're bringing on a great up-and-coming artist. His name is CJ King. Um, probably, you guys will probably see him. He's really getting a lot of traction on social media and, you know, across a lot of the platforms. Um, really bringing him on, you know, once again, share his story, share his advice, kind um, of learn more from another independent artist. Uh, what's going on, fellas? There we go. How you doing? What's up, man? How nice. are you?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. How you guys doing?
0: Not it too is. bad,
2: you
1: know. Man, just in the like in quarantine.
0: <laughs> I feel you, man. I like that setup, you got. Thanks, homie. Thanks. the it's where all the magic happens, building all the platforms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so pretty yeah.
0: good. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Um, so <laughs> yeah, man, completely. So I mean, first off, thanks for hopping on. Um, you know, really the, the goal of this is to, you know, bring on different artists every single week, you know, share mm-hmm. their story and, you know, hopefully some artists watching this will get inspired or learn something. Um, yeah. And kind of bring the whole culture together. Um, yeah. So my kind of like opening question for you is, you know, what's your kind of like background story of coming up as an independent artist and, you know, where, where did you start? Where do you see yourself going and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, man. Now uh first off, I appreciate you guys doing this and giving this platform for different artists. Um secondly, man, so I, I uh I grew up in a family full of musicians and guitar players, drummers, all of that stuff. And so I started off playing drums and um uh, growing I mean, I'm I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, so it's hip hop everywhere. I mean, it's a music city. So uh what I had to do. Naturally, I fell into music. I started off as a studio engineer for artists. And then eventually I started doing my own stuff. Um, but it was so hard at a certain time to stand out because everybody was rapping. Everybody was doing trap music. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had to, like, and I think a lot of artists missed this little kids. Like, yes, actually have to study and, like, work to develop your craft and fine tune it to the point where it like stands out. Um so I I've spent countless hours on YouTube just learning how to play instruments and um uh, learning little vocal like warm-ups and techniques to help your voice uh just sound just sound better like. So yeah, it's, it's little small things as an indie artist I had to learn and so now um people see like the you know the the come up overnight or whatever but they don't see like the I mean, I've been in this game for almost, wow, almost 11 years now. <laughs> yeah. So it's a long, long time coming. But, yeah, it's a lot of work involved that people don't see.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely. All right. So so going off of that, you know, you, you mentioned watching stuff like, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. So, like, for the artist that is broke and can't afford shit and, like, where, what's your best advice on like where they should start and how they should start honing their craft without spending a bunch of money?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So, all right.
1: The, the myth is that it takes a lot of money to get a basic setup and start recording yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it really doesn't. So one, it starts with the mindset. Are you willing to work to get where you want to get? Secondly, it starts with the hustle. If you don't have the hustle, to be honest, it's just not going to work. Yeah, Um, I've hustled so many different ways to get money just to buy a studio setup and my studio setup literally costs no more than $300, but I bought it piece by piece and it took time, but I had to work for it. Like I would cut people's yards. I would, um, cut hair. I would, uh, I would even build furniture, bro. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> like I learned on YouTube how to build like basic furniture using two by fours, like the hustle has to be there. The yeah. hustle has to be there. so uh, money. I feel like money is a barrier. It can be a barrier if you let it be. So if you have that mindset, all right, I'm gonna figure out different ways to get this done. Like it's, it's always a way. It's always a means yeah. to get where you want to get. So I don't. I don't have a lot of money. Uh, I mean, I I always say I don't have a lot of money. I can have a lot in my bank account, and I'm always say I don't have a lot. Uh, oh yeah, that way my yeah. girl ask me for money. So, <laughs> 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 um, so I'm always say that. But even if you don't have a lot of money, uh, you can do a lot with a little. Like yeah. you don't need the expen- expensive mic, expensive setup. Yeah. It's just all in learning the details.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, and hundred percent. I mean, even I've learned that from you know starting my own companies. Like. You have to start from nothing. Like I, like when, even when I was a couple, a couple weeks ago, you know, we were, we were strapped on cash paying employees and I was door dashing for extra cash. So I didn't have to pay yeah. my I could, you know, make yeah. some money. And th- And that's the reality. You got to have that hustle mind so we can find money anywhere. Um, but going forward that, you know, that's a big lesson that like I tell a lot of people, whether you're a music artist or whether if you're a college kid going into an internship, like don't think you're above anything. Like, when you're at the bottom and you need to start, like, if you need to take a show where you need to sell 15 tickets to get on the show, figure out how to sell 15 tickets and get on that show. Yes. <laughs> you're not above it yet.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And then even when you get to that place, you're still not going to be where you think you are. So, yeah. for instance, I have a friend of mine. He's He signed to a major label. He was on a major tour before all this corona mess happened. He was on a major tour. It looks crazy. Like, it's popping it's thousands of people in this arena. But his set list is only five minutes long. So people don't see that, but they see, you know, the picture of the huge crowd. And so some artists would have this ego trip saying, man, I'm too big to do just a five minute set. Like, no, bro. Do what you got to do. Sell those 15 tickets. Do that five minute set. I, to this day, I still perform... Before the Corona stuff, <laughs> I still perform in like little bars and clubs. Oh, yeah. I do my guitar just, just to
2: hone
0: my craft and
1: performance skills.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that and that's kind of what you got to do. Like you have to you have to be willing to work on that ground level, because that's also where a lot of the fan base has almost come from too. Like that person that saw you mm-hmm. in a bar is there's a, there's a 50% chance they're going to go follow you on Spotify and tell their friends. There, there's a yeah. pretty significant chance. And all you need to do is just have that one opportunity to get in front of them. And then you get one person at this bar and then one person at this bar and then three people at the next bar. And then before you know it, when you're at a bar every night across the country, you have mm. 10 people here and 10 people there and 10 people here and 10 people there. And then you're like, Oh, I'm going to go open up for this tour. And now I already have 10 people here. Now I have, 12 people here and I have 15 people here and then before you know it you can start yeah. case, and then
2: yeah.
0: you can kind of help break
2: out of that industry. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What people can you hear me? <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, yeah. So uh one crazy thing I learned is people will try to think, man, I I would love for someone from a record label to come to my show or mm-hmm. uh I would love to meet an uh, A and R. You have more of a chance of an A&R being at the bar than coming to your concert. Like, if you think about it, if they they, they go to work, they listen to music all day, it's stressful. Sometimes they want to go to, like, an Indie Roots place and just relax, have some drinks. You're more likely to find someone, I guarantee, at a bar. I've met several at a bar rather than at your concert. So it, I don't know, man. You, you have to have that humble mindset to be able to do the small things that no one else wants to do.
0: Yeah. So then, then going off of that, like, I know a lot of artists, and especially artists that we've had on this, you know, everyone has their own strategy. What is your kind of growth strategy? Is, is it more on live shows? Is it more on social? Like, where do you see your fan base? Like, where do you want to grow it more? Like, how do you see growing it? Utilizing live shows or social?
1: For me, it's live shows. Um, so social, I, I have a decent interaction on social, but my live shows are like crazy. Like I can get, I can pack out like a house. So I, I do house concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Last year I did the tour called the Living Room Sessions Tour. And I just went across the country to people's living rooms and bought people out to their houses. Like it was lit. That's <laughs> It sick. was lit. So they come through, and it would be a free show. I would just sell merch at the show and make more than I would have with tickets. So, it's small like little things like you have to think about. Um, So, a lot of people want the social media numbers to be crazy, which it does make a difference. However, I know plenty of artists who have crazy numbers on social media and cannot get 15 people to mm-hmm. a concert. Like, it's wild. So, my main goal was all right how can I turn my core fan base into like fans that, that come to a show. Because I didn't want like two thousand likes on a picture and only ten of them will actually come to a show. So it's trying to like find that core audience and that's what I that's what I focus on at my live shows. Like I'm very intimate with my um with my fans at my shows. Like uh I just treat it like but, you know, so you know how a lot of artists, they don't come out until it's time for them to perform.
2: Mm-hmm. At these living room
1: sessions, I'm out here with them, I'm talking before the show, we're having a drink, we're kicking it. Then when it's time for me to perform, I might immediately leave a conversation to go on stage like or to go to the front of the living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's all about, I guess, you know, it's different methods, but that's just my methods.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. And I mean that, and that's the thing that I always learned and like, you know, I talk to people a lot is like, you know, just cause you have a follower, a follower does not translate to a ticket sale, but a ticket sale can translate to a follower. You know, it's, it's one way works and one way. It's not a hundred percent. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I mean, that's, that's kind of my initial questions. Christian, I'll kind of, I'll kind of let you hop in and you know, hit some of your questions.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, great to meet you by the way. Um, So I kind of, I went through and did a little bit of research on you, you know, went through Spotify and all that. And uh, on your bio, uh, you know, it says that some of your, you know, some of your influences are like Outkast, TI, things like Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, there's also a very, uh, I guess, kind of a heavy push towards like religion. So like, what role does that religion play within your music?
2: Yeah.
1: So um, for me, uh, religion comes in, but so religion actually plays a heavy role, but mainly for from a perception, perceptive of hope. So I have a lot of people uh, who relate to my music who are like dealing with like some real life like like mess. You know what I'm saying? Like depression, anxiety at an all time high, and I dealt with that myself personally. Um, And the way I found myself getting out of that was, like, my relationship with God. And so, I share that in my music. I share that with my fans. And so, a lot of people have, like, this off perspective of, like, church and different things like that. And uh, that's their respective opinions. But I just try to share love. And for me, God is love. And so, I share that through my music. So, you'll hear love songs from me. Um, And it won't be, like, explicit. It's not, like bashing anybody on the head with the bible like that's so played out it's more so just like just a bobby song and it's it's a feel good song and that song gives you hope and makes you want to continue another day like that's my goal is accomplished like that's what i want to happen um and so that's where like my faith plays a part in my music
3: yeah Absolutely, okay. I get that, and you know, it was. I, I took a little bit of a listen. I, I only listened to a few of the songs off of the uh, "Broken Melodies" album that you have, um, mm-hmm. and you know, okay, like yeah, at, yeah, the, yeah. at the at uh, the at the top of the album, you know, the genre it says Christian and gospel. And at first, I, I didn't think much about it because you know, I was like, okay, Christian and gospel, that's cool. Then I listened to it, and I didn't feel. Like I was getting Christian and gospel, I felt like I was just getting really good music that had nothing to do with religion. Um, so right, I, right. It, it it seems to me that you know you you know you use religion as a huge influence for yourself, um, mm-hmm. but you don't like you said you don't like thump people on the head with the Bible. You do kind of you know you have a message and it's you know it's portrayed through um, you know Christianity gospel music, but that's music that like anyone can listen to. And I'm I'm guessing that you would say the same.
1: Yeah, I would say the same. Um, I look at it as like, um, yo, I'm just telling you what makes me happy. And if that makes you happy too, like that's super dope. If you're curious about it, definitely come ask me. But it's not my job to make you feel or believe what I believe so that's all you know your prerogative whatever you want to believe that's totally cool with me um so I, I just feel like if we have that mutual understanding we can still enjoy the same things without having to you know I don't know I guess it's sort of like agreeing to disagree. it's not even really disagreeing it's just if I can make music that makes you feel happy then we're good if you happen to ask me what makes me happy I can tell you a little bit more behind the music but like that's my goal. I want you to be happy. I want you to like, want to live life. That's great. Um, yeah. I know. I know. It got me through. My music has gotten me through some things, uh. And so I want that to happen for other people too.
3: That's great. That's awesome. That's really respectable. Um, in my opinion. Um, well,
0: even. Even off of that, like, I think about, for example, like I'll never forget, I read some interview that they did with uh, NF, and he was like, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm a Christian and I'm a rapper. But I'm not a yeah. Christian rapper. <laughs> um, and, like, yeah, that kind of the same yeah. message we are talking about. He's like, yes, it, I talk about it in my music, but no, that's not <laughs> the point of my music.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, oh, my goodness. It's so... It's uh it's so tough because initially when people see that label they they kind of don't they kind of turn away from your music like without even listening to it and mm-hmm. so it's like yo nah listen like I make dope music and I want you to vibe with it like just take the listen I promise like you're just gonna vibe with it you won't feel any type of way uh so yeah and N F is super dope yo it has a super dope fan base but like N F you know he doesn't push people on the head with like hey this is what I believe. You should believe it too. Yeah. It's more so like, yo, let's just have fun together. Let's vibe out. And I mean, if you want to go deeper, feel free to ask me. But like,
0: right now, we're just having a good time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it completely. Um, all right, Christian. Sorry, I totally, I totally took you off track.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you are, you are all good. No, um, so I, I kind of wanted to kind of switch gears here and talk to you a little bit about. Some of your music that's been featured on, like, movies and television, I saw that on your Instagram. You want to talk oh, yeah. a little bit about that?
1: Uh, Yeah, man. That's actually where most majority of my income comes from It's just placements. So uh, a lot of artists focus on streams. I focus big time on placements. So with those placements, you know, you, you're making money in your sleep. So it's always cool to wake up and get a message – from my distributor saying, hey, your song was just on Empire. Or nah. um, I've had instances happen where I'm just watching TV, like with the NFL commercial. It was during playoffs and the commercial played and the played my song. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like that is such a great feeling. And it's like, oh, shoot. Well, that's a check right there. Just got paid. So that's cool. So um, yeah, that's really that's really where like the bulk of my income comes from is just like placements and, um, publishing, which is just. Okay. Freaking awesome.
0: So That's question, awesome. question off of that is artists that are trying to get into the industry and they may, you know, want yeah. to get their songs out there. Like how would you suggest an artist going about like trying to get their song placed?
1: Yes. So it's all about networking and building relationships. So I'm an indie artist. I don't have a label. I I email my I email people myself. I reach out myself. I um, one thing people don't realize these distributors and publishers like TuneCore and Distrokid. Like the companies aren't as big as you think. Like it's actually a lot smaller than you think. So reaching out to those people and emailing them, just not even asking for anything, just saying, "Hey, thank you guys for what you do." Uh, my name is such and such. You know if you need anything from me feel free to reach out obviously they might not need anything yeah but it's just building that connection and that network and saying hey i'm here so i started off doing that um then eventually they inquired about one of my songs for uh the tv show power and i sent them the requested files like instrumentals and different stuff like that and then from then on i would casually occasionally reach out, ask if, hey, you need anything. Then eventually they reach back to me to be like a panelist uh, for all of the placements I had gotten. Um, and so we've been building a relationship ever since. But it's all about, and it goes back to the first point of that hustle mindset, like represent yourself better than anybody else can. You know, send those emails. Um, you, you don't spend so much time on the music that you neglect the business side of it too. Uh, reach out to a and r's reach out to some movie um they're not called movie directors but i can't think of the name but they are the people who specifically choose music for the scenes and the the, uh commercials all of that stuff like reach out to these people and do your research
0: yeah and when you reach out to them like like has come up many of the podcasts for anyone listening don't just
1: say, hey, listen to my music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Build a
0: relationship. <laughs> Build it.
1: And it takes yeah. time. And yeah. it's small steps. Like, yeah. uh, comment on their Instagram post, you know, for mm-hmm. a month or two before you even ask for anything. Yeah. Like, small stuff that people, they just want to, like, slide into DMs immediately say, hey, man, I'm the next best thing. Listen to my music. And it's like, no.
0: Just. Yeah. It's be just, humor. Out. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it may be the next best thing, you just approached it the wrong way, right? Right,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. that's that's one thing that has come up a few times during these podcasts is you know, you have to add value before you can get value back. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's and that's the thing, you know, saying, you know, saying to someone, you know, hey, if you need anything, I'm here, let me know. That's not you asking for anything. That's you telling them that, you know, you're offering them something and you're not even mentioning yeah. money. So, you know, it's, it's just giving a part of yourself in hopes that in the future you'll get something back that's going to help elevate you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like if someone were to slide in both of your DMs and just say, hey, man, listen to my music, chances are you're not going to listen to their music (laughs) I mean or maybe you would I don't know but chances are I'm not going to listen to it just because of the approach or or the worst thing is when they just tag you with 80 other people like you're going to sit there and say oh
3: yeah sit here and listen it's crazy no it's actually funny because both of those things have happened to me and I haven't listened to the music oh yeah
0: (laughs) I get it all the time all the time oh it (laughs) sucks man
3: yeah. it's crazy it's crazy yeah.
0: especially with artists Republic. like we'll get we'll get email support tickets like i'll have like half the people emailing us being like hey there's a problem with the network it's like all right cool thanks for letting us know the other one's like hey i just dropped a new song listen to it i'm like but <laughs> you're emailing our customer support line like <laughs> right what are you doing <laughs> yeah what exactly. was your goal <laughs> yeah like what where where are you going with that one um but it- i don't get it yeah, and usually a lot of companies will do, like, you know, kind of that blanketed reply, like, great song. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't and actually. No one's listening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's not providing any value. Um, yeah, no, I get yeah. that. Um, all right, so here's my next question. You're, you're a big show guy. So what do you have planned for after, you know, this whole corona stuff is over?
1: Yeah, so um, I actually believe. I would be in a pretty good position since I've been doing these living room sessions. One, your environment is more controllable. Uh, You don't have to have hundreds of people in the room. Um, So I may still be able to do that once it, because people are gonna be slow to go to big venue events, obviously, and it makes sense. Um, So I think I'll still be able to do that and people will feel more comfortable going to something like that versus going to a big event. So let's say, your favorite artist is Travis Scott, right? Well, I'm gonna say J. Cole, cause I like J. Cole. I with J. Cole. <laughs> right, right, J. Cole is hard. <laughs> if J. Cole sent out a message saying, look, I'm performing at the arena downtown, come through, um, as much as I wanna go, I'm probably not going right now. Mm-hmm. Versus if he says, look, I'm doing a private house show for 10 people, uh social distancing will be in effect while there but limited to the first 10 you best believe i'm going to try to be one of those 10 people there Mm -hmm. so people still want to see their favorite artists they just need a way to to make it happen so that's that's what i have in the works we have the living room sessions tour um part two planned for later this year and so last year we did like a bunch of East Coast. We're hoping to do West Coast this year. And um yeah, and I play guitar, so we don't need a lot, we just maybe do a few tracks, but I mean I got the guitar and we're good.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, you're flexible. Um all right, so my last question, this is just a random question. What's your favorite instrument to play?
1: Oh, easily guitar. Okay.
2: Right. Easily.
1: I play I play drums, I play keyboard, but guitar is just uh I don't know, some so <laughs> I was telling someone this yesterday. Um, every time I'm on stage, like I start off without my guitar. And I turn around and get my guitar, you hear like gasp and everything from the audience and the ladies, like, oh my gosh, she plays guitar too. Versus <laughs> if I just like turned around and hopped on the drums or you know, hopped on the keyboard, they might be like, Oh, that's cool, but it won't be like a I don't know, something about the guitar people just rock with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Actually, I agree with that. I was I'll never forget. I was at an millennium concert, and this this guy, the direct support for Lennium was this guy, Davin, and who I knew him, he's a good DJ. And he yeah. came out with a guitar. And I was like, I did not expect that.
4: <laughs> the, d- wait, the DJ like, did?
0: Yeah. Came out Yo, and started playing the first three sets from his guitar. And I was like, I fuck with you. I like you that's a lot. Like, I didn't expect that at all. Yo. Total, total throwback. I, like, total, just curveball. And I was like, "Wow." I,
2: yeah.
0: I like that a Yo, lot. That's tough. Yeah, I've never seen that
1: before. That's yeah. just tough.
2: Yeah, I'm never, trying. never
1: really seen it live. It's it's unique. It just like-
2: what? What's that? Wow, well,
3: I'm confused.
2: Yeah. What? What was that for a <laughs> second?
3: Oh, uh, I was just saying. It's kind of like that whole group, like Elenium, yeah. Dabin, uh, said the sky too. Like he has, he has a uh, his buddy, and they both do like live drums while they're also it's DJing. Insane. It's crazy.
0: And I feel like, cause no one does it anymore. Like I feel like a lot of people view music artists as one sided. And then when you see them yeah. actually as music, like people forget that just because a rap artist is a rap artist does not mean that they're just good at rapping. <laughs> like, they're still a musical artist. Like, they're still very talented at a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, and, like, even you've seen it. Like, when a country artist comes out with an EDM song, you're like, that's a curveball. But that's because he likes it. <laughs> like, you can be yeah, multi yeah. <laughs> and multi-talented as an artist. Um, I feel like people always forget that. Yeah, so, yeah, when you add that element, it's, it's a kicker.
1: It changes it, it changes it, and it's like, so there's two types of, type of people, there are artists and there are, there are musicians. So one, Masego, um, super dope. Uh, Anderson Pack pa- plays drums during his set sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Masego plays saxophone. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. I like these underground, like, soulful artists. They're, they're not really underground, but they're not, like, A-list either. But those people who incorporate these things into their set, whereas, it's, it's exciting, like, you're not just watching them rap and walk back and forth on stage for an hour and a half. Like, you get yeah. to see, like, oh, shoot, they can play too? That's super dope. Or, like, I know Masego, he produces while on stage. Like, is it's... it's I don't know. It just makes it interesting. It gives people something to watch. And another annoying thing is when, like, artists get on stage and they rap over their lyrics, I can't stand it. Like, some people don't care. I can't stand it. It's like, yeah, I can go out in the car and listen to this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to hear,
0: like, you. Yeah. I get that. All right, so with that being said, we only got a couple minutes left. uh, So we'll actually, we'll wrap it up here. I'll have you stay on for a couple minutes after just so we can catch up. Uh, But with that being said, thank for everyone that's gonna be tuning in and listening to this. Uh, We'll have all of CJ King's socials and everything popped up in the bio below. So you guys can follow him all there, check him out, listen to his music. Um, and that is it for artists to artists. another week. We're going
4: to the summer sky rain is gone. That dream up and go Don't let them downplay your worth Even when they don't think that you know That you was crafted by God's hands And God been dope Coming straight out the boat God got me, I ain't about to the flow Got to take his gold Just me and Yahweh on this road Had to take a leap of faith And let my God flex <laughs> Ever since then my section They like the project Want to do The summer sky Yesterday, I live in a, a Sabbath, yeah. I'm back up for the world, life cause you know I gotta have it, yeah, Sunday, Sunday, you know Jesus might pull up on a Monday, yeah, doubling yeah. up yeah. on my yeah. worship, devil he up trying to curse it, it was winning, I wrote it in cursive, that my soul was a part of the purchase, ain't my time, you cannot touch this, ain't my time, you cannot, you cannot touch, you cannot touch, no, no, especially when we